Hello there, I'm Rich and welcome to my podcast. Today I'm with Sophie. Hello Sophie. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. How old are you Sophie? I'm 15. And you know me, don't you? Yeah, you're my father. <laughs> I'm your father. <laughs> He's my father. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to talk about today? Your Mental experience. Health. Mental health. Your yes. experience in the world, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so tell me a bit about yourself then. I get like really sad sort of phases, you know? Yeah, I relate to that. That's how I feel sometimes. I felt pretty sad and down the other day and I, and I get that. Not as frequently as I used to, yeah. but still, how does it make you feel when you feel like that? Just sort of alone. I, f- I know I can speak to people about it. I know I can speak to like, family and friends about it but also when I feel like that I feel like I'm isolated I feel like I can't talk to anyone I know that I can but it's just difficult yeah I agree with that because when you feel down like that you don't want to be around people yeah I want to be on my own yeah I want to isolate you know makes it worse really and that does because then my head tells me that no one likes me yeah and anyone that tries to help or says, like, how are you? I just think they're saying that just because they have to, or they feel like yeah, they have to, rather yeah, than actually, actually genuinely care. care. What's it like living with, with that then? Have you actually been, you haven't been diagnosed with anything officially, have you? No, um, mum doesn't think it's a, a good idea to sort of, like, get diagnosed with anything. But um, Right, okay. I've had counselling and stuff, and, like, therapy. Through your school? Yeah, through school and through doctors. But it did help speaking to someone i had it for eight weeks i think it was it was good obviously i missed school time because of it Mm. but i caught up on the work and it made me less stressed but obviously after that finished it sort of came back and i felt like i was sort of depending on speaking to that counselor yeah yeah because it's not really a a a kind of quick fix thing is it you know the i i find that talking to people helps about how I feel, even though I don't want to yeah. sometimes. But it's not one of those quick fixes where you where you talk to someone for like eight weeks and, and then you're well. okay. Yeah. It's it's okay because you're talking, isn't it? Yeah. And I find that it's an ongoing process. So is there any more help available? There is. Um, it, it gets to a point where it's sort of like, it's a bit harder to like get hold of, you know. And when the school's like, oh, we've, you've had this and you've had a mentor and mm. you know but so you kind of have a session and then it's your like that's your allocated session I, I feel like well, I mean the school still help but it just feels like they're just like oh you should be fine now you know this what they kind of think of even it. the people that are trying to help you I think the people that or is it the are school to help you but I think it's the school so how would you change that I think that there should be more mental health support in school and the understanding of it obviously it's hard and loads of kids like my age and younger have the same problems but don't really know who to talk to about it what's it like living with how you feel then out of a typical week what percentage of your week is is felt feeling happy oh that's a really difficult question it is because it varies doesn't it yeah it really does some weeks it can be like well percentage wise 30 percent out of the whole week which is pretty low i think right and sometimes it can be like 70 it really depends okay so out of a typical month then how many of those weeks do you think are more happy than sad i think it's like two okay so about 50 50 yeah 50 50 yeah say. yeah I, if someone asked me that question i'd probably say the same 
Yeah, it kind of depends what happens in my day. Well, know? yeah, yeah. Mm. Other people and yeah. external circumstances definitely, mm. definitely help, don't they? You know, or, or hinder. You got friends. Yeah. Do they help you? Do you talk to them? Um. Well, obviously, my best friend Izzy. I can talk to her about stuff and my boyfriend he sort of understands what like he kind of has it as well okay so i can speak to him about stuff like that and it does help i know like he's always there to listen to me and stuff so that does help quite a lot okay that's nice yeah so so you've got a network of people who understand them yeah it would be nice if the school would understand a little bit more and it, from your point of view and also like living at home with mom i don't really think she understands it that well I don't think she sort of like believes me. How does your how does your mum see the issue when you try to explain? I kind of have given up. I used to get really anxious about going to sleep and I always used to think that there was someone in my room like trying to kill me. There was always people trying to kill me. Right. And um I I just don't really think she believed me. I suppose from in her defence there's a certain amount of imagination that kids have at that point and I suppose she chalked it down to to that being the the issue but yeah i remember you used to get pretty distressed yeah like i'd cry about it pretty much every night i guess mm. and it wasn't just at night time it was like during the day i always thought that i'd get a disease or like meningitis was one of them right yeah like at school i literally i couldn't touch the doors i i couldn't do anything i couldn't like eat from the canteen i, I was just like really scared that i was going to catch meningitis and like talking about it and thinking about it kind of makes me feel a bit like oh that was a bit silly at the time it's literally it just takes over your head yeah it's it's it isn't silly at the time no so i understand that yeah it's not a nice experience i remember you going through that so how did you deal with that did you just come out the other end of that have you um, experienced that lately or i do sometimes like reading the news i stopped reading the news and watching the news and stuff that helped as well, really. But also, obviously, talking to people about it, understanding more facts. It's so, like in my head when I when the worst part of that was in my head, it was not factual at all. It would be like, oh, you could catch meningitis from being within a ten meter radius of someone. Well, that's not true. No. So then, if I go home, I Google like the actual things that you can catch it from, like direct contact and stuff like that. Right. Maybe like, I'm not in direct contact with anyone, so then I'll just sort of like remind myself of that. Okay. So, so doing a bit of research into yeah. what what's real and what isn't yeah. helps you to kind of determine the truth from the false. Is that what you? Yeah. That's what you're saying there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I read some like mental health books, mm. which helped me a lot as well. So you've got a network of friends. Your school helped you to a certain point. Yeah. How would you say that your experience of how you, you've felt in the past, what you've dealt with and what you feel like today has shaped you into who you are now? I think my mental health now is better and possibly like more stronger, if you know what I mean. Well, so, you've had experience, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, so I sort, I know how to like handle it to a certain extent. Some days when it gets like really bad, I feel like I just want to sleep all day. Like I can't get out of bed. Mm. Or like anything like that then i just like take it one day at a time really that's good you've got ways to cope what would you say to someone who is experiencing depression or health anxiety what would you say to them 
I'd say definitely speak to people about it because that does help. If you're like thinking about hurting yourself or anything, it doesn't like make you feel any better. It seems like really hard at the time, like you'll never be normal or like you'll never be like anyone else that just seems to be like happy every day. It does get better. Yeah, I think there's a big misconception about judging other people's insides yeah. by their by their outsides yeah. or your own insides by someone else's outsides. And that's, that's definitely something that I'm aware of these days. I don't know how other people are feeling. Yeah. But I can look at someone and I can think, oh, they're happy. Now, I hope they are happy. Yeah. But I don't know that. But I look at everyone, just like you've described. Yeah. And I think, why am I not like that? But happiness is an inside job. Yeah. I know that now. And you're, you're coming to that realisation as well, which is nice. Well, Sophie, I really appreciate your time. Um, it's good that you've got people to talk to. It's good you've got a network of support. Yeah. And obviously I'm here for you to talk to as well. Yeah. And also one more thing. In school, it's really hard because say you do go to school and you just can't like feel happy or like look, you know, look happy. Like everyone can judge you and say like, oh, putting it on or you're doing it for attention. Everyone just judges people so quickly. Mm. And I think people just need to rethink about what they say because it really does damage people's mental health. Mm.